Jane lay awake, searching for the secret of all existence in Caleb's sleeping face. She was certain if she just looked long enough, she would find it there. And if there was no secret to be found, she would be perfectly happy to just go on gazing at him for an eternity anyway. The constant clamor of music coming from the street below seemed not to bother him at all, as if he had been born from the belly of a snare drum and meant for no other world than the world of song, sweet melodies instead of blood pumping through his veins. The neon light filtering through the blinds painted red slats across his youthful face, and she watched as his eyelids flickered to the rhythm of some dream. When his lips curled into a slight smile, it was all she could do to keep herself from kissing him. But she knew he needed sleep, so she prayed to the music and to the night that his dreams might be dreams of her, and then she closed her eyes to dream of him. She woke to the soft touch of Caleb's lips on the back of her neck. He must have dreamed of her after all, she thought. Jane kept her eyes closed and listened to her heart throbbing in her chest. She knew if she could live a thousand years, she would never tire of being woken like this. And it wasn't just the primal, sexual pleasure of it either. No, it was something more. It was the conscious awareness deep down in her soul that they were connected in every possible way, physically, emotionally, spiritually, that he was her and she was him, and together they were all that mattered in this world or any other. They were entwined and unbreakable. His hair hung down over her shoulder, tickling her chest, and she shifted onto her back and brought her mouth to his. When he finally pulled away, she said, I love you. He motioned to his ear as if he couldn't hear her. I said I love you, she repeated. He reached and pinched her earplug and pulled it free. I love you too, baby, he said laughing. But there's no need to shout it at me. Jane laughed and fished the earplug from her other ear. I keep forgetting they're in. He just smiled and kissed her again. Then he rolled over and got up from the bed and headed for the bathroom. Do you use them because of the neighbor's dog? She heard his question, but was too transfixed by the view of his naked figure walking away to process an answer. Because I'll talk to her if you want, he added. The earplugs? No, these are for the music. She wanted to tell him she hadn't had a good night's sleep since she'd been in Austin, His apartment was just off the main strip, and the music and crowds raged on in the streets until at least three in the morning. Then she had to be up by eight to feed the parking meter. The parking meter! Jane glanced at the bedside clock. 8.10 a.m. She jumped out of bed, shimmied into her jeans, pulled on Caleb's t-shirt, and rushed barefoot into the hall and down the apartment stairs. The parking enforcement vehicle was just pulling away when she rounded the corner in a mad dash for her car. And there was the ticket, tucked beneath the windshield wiper, just like the dozen others she'd received in the last three weeks. She heard laughter and looked up to see their neighbor sitting on her apartment balcony, wearing her tacky pink robe and smoking a cigarette. She seemed to relish Jane's battle with the meter as much as she did pounding on their bedroom wall whenever she thought their lovemaking too loud. Jane flipped her off. She was almost to the apartment door when she turned and trudged back.
I'm sorry, she called up. That was childish of me. The neighbor stubbed out her cigarette, gathered up her little yapping dog in her arms, then went inside and pulled the slider closed without a word. Caleb was already showered and drying his hair when Jane returned to the apartment. He tossed the towel and pulled her to him and kissed her. His lips were warm and soft, and she could smell the soap on his skin. How do you shower so fast? she asked. Easy, he replied. I turn the water on, soap up, and rinse off. Then he kissed her again and added, I'm happy to get back in with you for a demonstration. Yeah, right, she said, like two people could fit in that tiny shower.